Hi, and welcome to episode 115 of the iPhone Life podcast. I'm Donna Cleveland, Editor-in-Chief at iPhone Life. I'm David Averbach, CEO and Publisher at iPhone Life. And I'm Sarah Kingsbury, Senior Web Editor at iPhone Life. If you're watching the video version of this podcast, you will notice we're about to change outfits, and that's because <laughs> we uh, we switched the order of these two, uh, 114 and 115, due to iOS 13 coming out, the public beta, and we wanted to give you an episode telling you all about the new features. So now, without further ado, we will jump into episode 115. This episode, we want to start out with a message from our sponsor. Yeah, today's sponsor is STM, and I want to tell you about the Element Case Black Ops. It's a really cool case. If you want something that's heavy-duty, protective, uh, this is a really great case to check out. It's really unique-looking, really cool-looking, and they use, I'm looking this up because very technical <laughs> terms here, they have a CNC Machine G10, which is military-grade glass composite, and then they have aircraft-grade aluminum. So this is like really high-quality materials, really high protective, great drop protection, looks great. Make sure you check it out. We'll have a link. Again, that's the STM Black Ops, STM, and it's Element Case, actually. So Element Case Black Ops, and we'll link to it at iphonelife.com slash podcast, or you can go to Element Case and check that out. I also want to take a minute to tell you about our Daily Tips newsletter. If you go to iphonelife.com slash daily tips, you can sign up for our free offering. This is a great way if you're just getting acquainted with iPhone Life and don't know that much about us. This is our free offering. We send you a one minute video, no, sorry, we send you a one minute tip, not a video, every day that teaches you something cool you can do with your iPhone. And so it's a really low commitment way to improve uh, your iPhone skills. So uh, iphonelife.com slash daily tips is where you go to sign up for that. Our favorite tip this week that I want to share with you is how to find and send GIFs from the Messages app on your iPhone. So a couple of iOS's back, Apple made this really easy. There is now an iMessage app store that shows up above your keyboard in the Messages app. So if you open the Messages app, start a text thread, or navigate to an te existing text thread, uh, when you go to type, you'll see a little scrolling list of icons uh, above your keyboard. So you just tap on that and you can scroll to the side, find one, it's bright pink and it's a image, it says images. So you'll tap that and then you can search for uh, basically the sort of emotion that you want to send. And <laughs> GIFs, and then you'll get a bunch of GIFs that match that. Um, so GIFs are moving images. So if you people are sending you, uh, you know, funny, memes and things like that that are like well can you guys give an example of what a gif is in case i'm yeah i mean you basically just kind watching of this yeah it's a moving image and people tend to use it to send like pop culture references yeah with, like funny captions and it's like if you want to just be if you i use them like a lot david's a gif guy yeah <laughs> he if, really is if you want to like so because the, there's so many situations where somebody will say something and you like you can be like cool or okay but like it's How more boring is that? Yeah, yeah, it's more fun to go find a GIF of like a pop culture thing of somebody being like, okay, or cool, yeah. or whatever emotion you're trying to describe. I feel like emojis sometimes don't quite cut it, and GIFs really do. I'm trying to think of what are some of the like iconic GIFs that pe or ones that you see all the time. I don't know. Um, a lot of times, if it's like a movie that everybody knows, it'll be one of the characters saying or doing something funny. Um, I love Seinfeld, so I yeah, see a lot Seinfeld, of Seinfeld GIFs. Yeah. So... Um, that's a super easy way. There are also third-party apps because images is like Apple's GIF version, but mm -hmm. it's not the best one. Um, 
Isn't Giphy Cam what you use? I use. I actually do use Apple's now just because it's built in and it's so easy. easy. But yeah. Giphy is pretty good. It's G-I-P-H-Y. They have, uh, I think you have to download the app first. I'm not sure mm. exactly. But yeah, that one is another. That's kind of the most popular one other than Apple's built-in one. So if you use a third-party one, yeah, you have to download the app and then in the iMessage like where I told you to go get the images one, if you scroll all the way over to the side and tap the three dots, was it, Yeah, Sarah? it says more. From there, you can choose. You would tap at, you'd get a list of all the, uh, the app extensions that are already available in mm -hmm. messages and then other ones you have as an option. And if you tap edit, you can, then there'll be like, reds you know delete ones next to the ones that are there and green plus ones if you want to add them and so you can just find yeah the, the giphy one and add it and this is incidentally where you would find be able to attach photos too i know that's confusing because apple moved it if you want to take a photo there's a camera icon but if you want to attach a photo that you already took it would be right down in this little app store section the text message also, you can do Bitmoji. Do you guys do Bitmoji? I know you do. I used to. I haven't recently, uh, but yeah. Everyone, I think it's a, you, everyone should have a Bitmoji. I go through phases. <laughs> sometimes I have Bitmoji and sometimes I, I get bored with it. I have really enjoyed, I mean, I don't really Snapchat much, but every once in a while I've had entire Bitmoji conversations because they they like have all these kind of suggestions and you just like send them back and forth and some of them are kind of weird. Yeah. What's cool so about Bitmoji. Let's explain what yeah, Bitmoji okay. is. Yeah. So Bitmoji, it's, it's, it's very much like Animoji where you can create, basically it's kind of, it's called an avatar, but it's like a cartoon version of yourself and you can like style it like you. So you have your hair and your eye color and everything like that. You have an outfit for it and then you, they tend to similar to a GIF. It'll have like they'll have all these funny captions. So it'll be this little avatar of you doing silly things, holding up signs, or having little captions. And so you can send that, and it's just a silly way to do it. The app is called Bitmoji, B-I-T-M-O-J-I. Uh, and so yeah, that's what Bitmoji is. And what's fun about Snapchat too is you can if uh, if the other person has it's integrated into Snapchat. And if the other person has a Bitmoji, you can send Bitmojis with you and that character doing silly things. Yeah, oh, you're like, oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I tend to use Bitmoji in it. Yeah, because it's a fun way to torture my daughters <laughs> um, because like there are these ridiculous bitmoji things and I can be like, look, here's us, you know, doing this bitmoji thing together. And they're just like, mom, stop. Maybe, Maybe I need to get on bit on Snapchat. I feel like I'm, I just figured I was like too old. Yeah. I feel too old for Snapchat too. I'm, I'm, I'm an Instagrammer now. Yeah. Well, the filters can be fun too. Yeah. I also feel like, and maybe this is me, but I feel like gifts are kind of like cool and bitmojis are just, not cool. They're just yeah, dorky. You're, just, you're embracing the fact that you're a huge dork. Yeah. But it's yeah, fine. you have to. Which we've all embraced. Yeah. You just I'm have totally to really commit. Yeah. You have to commit <laughs> to the uncoolness of the Bitmoji yeah. so hard that you become cool. Can, yeah. we, can <laughs> we make this our question of the week? Yes. Do you have a Bitmoji and can we see it? <laughs> yeah. Email podcasts at iphonelife.com. And make sure you send a real photo too so we can compare. I know Mark yeah. Connolly is all about the Bitmojis. Yes. You post them on Facebook <laughs> yes, a bit. Yes, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, our daily tip is our free offering. We also have our premium subscription, and this is for people who really want to master their iPhones, iPads, and other iOS devices. Um, you know, 
We also cover AirPods and HomePods and things like that. So we are the ultimate educational resource for you if you're into Apple stuff. Um, we have a free or uh, we have uh, access to our digital subscription of our magazine and you get full access to our full archive of over 30 issues. You get video guides. We're coming out with our iOS 13 guide. So you'll be the first to know how to use all the exciting new features. You also get um, an exclusive version of our podcast where we have exclusive content and no ads and also ask an editor a feature where you can ask you can email in your questions if you're having a tech problem and we'll help guide you to a solution so you never get stuck um and there are more features now that are eluding me right now but if you go to iphonelife.com podcast discount you get five dollars off your annual subscription just for being a podcast listener so we hope you check it out i we now want to have Sarah tell us an insider question that she helped answer this week. I have a couple because they're short. Okay, cool. Let's hear it. Um, one is related to the gifts that we were just talking about. Uh, someone wanted to know how to delete them once you've selected them, but you mm. decide you don't want to send it. Mm. Um, and it's actually pretty simple. There's a little X at the top right corner, and if you tap that, it will be deleted. Um, also, with uh, gifts, if you decide you don't like that one and you go select a different one, it will replace it, uh, which is annoying because you can't send two gifts send at once. I always Weird. go and manually delete it for selecting another one. I never knew. Because yep. one of the things that drives me crazy is when you're in the text app and you select a GIF, sometimes the images are too little to read the text. And, and so you're trying to like figure out what it says and you have to pull it up to read it first. Mm. Yeah, and then you're like... Yeah, nah. Nah, yeah, And it is nice to know, too, in case you didn't know, that like once you tap it, when you've found one, it just loads in like a little preview box. It doesn't automatically yeah. send. Right. So you do have chan a chance to like preview it before committing to sending it. Yeah. But nice. in Facebook Messenger, it automatically sends. So oh, I hate careful. that. Yeah, I've sometimes sent weird ones by <laughs> accident. <laughs> that sounds like awkward for you. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an awkward person. <laughs> and so... Um, I feel like we're just telling people all the ways to be awkward. By and dorky, like bitmojis. yeah. yeah. <laughs> bitmojis are great. I have to change mine because my hair color has changed. Um, <laughs> the second one also has to do with uh, messages, which is how do you add a number that texted you to your contacts? So if someone texts you and you don't have them in your contacts already, how do you add that? Uh, from the message conversation. So you can tap their, well, it's not really going to, it's just going to be the number at the top because there won't be a little contact icon there. So you tap the number at the top. Um, I'm just going to have to walk myself through this, even though I know how to do this. Um, so, and then tap info and then tap the number again. It's like annoyingly a few too many steps. I yeah, just it really, this yesterday. really, really is. Yes. And then you tap edit. Um, actually, no, you don't. Then you tap, you know, add to contacts. Or, yeah, or create new contact. Create, yes, that is the correct one. Create a new contact. Or you can add it to an existing contact. Mm -hmm. um, and that's how you do it. Cool. So short and sweet, but important. So those are your insider were there any other insider questions you wanted to answer? Those were them. I feel like two was enough. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that makes sense. You did great, Sarah. Yeah, you did, you did. Thanks. So next we have our apps and gear section. I was just a little distracted because I was trying to remember if I already told you guys about StoryCorps, in which case I'll tell you about something else. 
I mean, it's hard to say because you've told me about it. I just I know. don't know if we recorded that conversation. I couldn't tell, find it in recent podcast notes. So. Tell us about it. Okay. It was recently my grandma's 90th birthday. Is this ringing a bell already? Well, okay. Yeah, because you told okay. me. <laughs> um, and I've decided I want to interview family members and have, uh, you know, audio versions of that. And also, like, just just to have those types of conversations with family members where you're getting to know them in a different way than you would with a regular conversation. And that's what StoryCorps is all about. They have um, a database, like people can upload family interviews. And so it's sort of just like a, you know, history of ordinary people that you can access through their archive there, or you can just use their resources without uploading them, which is what I'm doing because I just want them for my personal use. But the StoryCorps app allows you, it like has um, questions based on the type of person you're interviewing, like ones for grandparents, ones for people who have like been at different historic moments. Like they had one for the Stonewall, um, the- Stonewall riots. Yeah, riots and uh, things like that. Um, and so I went and looked at like questions for grandparents and kind of customized what I wanted to ask. That's so cool. And uh, ones that will, like, will be about like relationships, like the types of questions you might want to ask about that or like biggest life lessons, things like that. And it's just nice because coming up with ideas on your own can be sort of daunting. And so it'll like load your questions for you and has like a nice view where you can swipe through the questions as you're recording the interview um, through the app or you can record just like using voice memos or whatever you want. But it's a nicely designed app and I think it's like, just a cool idea. Uh, I think it's always nice, like usually, I basically had a realization that you can spend a lot of time with family and feel extremely familiar with them and comfortable with them, but you might actually not know that much about them um, and like, you know, what they think about things and what their life experiences have been, at least for me, that's been the case. So it, it's something I recommend trying out. Yeah, and I, I haven't used it, but one of the things I like is like, even if you have that realization, it's kind of hard to know where to start. Yeah. And so having a formal process helps. And also, like, I feel like it can you can feel a little cheesy being like, Grandma, tell me the biggest lesson you've learned in yeah, life. But yeah. if you haven't, be like, the app is telling me to ask you this. It, <laughs> right. It's like gives you an excuse. <laughs> also, yeah. sometimes, like, some questions, if you come up with it yourself, is a li- they're a little bit loaded. Yeah. Uh-huh. Totally. And whereas if it's just like, well, this is just what the app says. Yeah. Like, I have no agenda in asking you this question <laughs> beyond, like, this is a cool app. Yeah. I did have to scale back because, like, they really – then like pull any punches with the questions they're like what's your biggest life regret or like just stuff like that that I'm like I don't know that I would feel comfortable asking that but but the, you kind of I feel do, like you want to hear those yeah and I kind of like I I think the a nice strategy is to start with the layup questions that, that will kind of like warm them up and make them feel like oh this isn't a big deal this isn't scary and end with the zingers <laughs> <laughs> Are you playing them give, with alcohol at the same yeah, time? Yeah, and also give them uh, the option just to say, I don't want to answer that. Yeah. Or, like, I don't know, you yeah. know? And just let them know that there's no, like, right or wrong way to do it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that was cool. That sounds really cool. I can go next. Let's hear about it. So I keep talking about this trip I just went on. I just went out to uh, California, and we went to Disneyland. And I was so impressed by Disneyland's app. Really? I have to say, because I feel like so many times when you go to, like, when you do things like that, there's always an app, and it's always terrible and useless. And this was the opposite of that experience. Like, I feel like CS's app is a good example of, like, a pretty useless app. Um, Whereas this one... So first of all, <laughs> you can get something called MaxPass. I'm going to tell you about it both because if you ever go to Disneyland or Disney World, 
definitely get this app. Second of all, it's just kind of cool to hear about because I feel like Disney's kind of out ahead of people on this, and this is sort of where the apps are moving for events and different types of attractions. And didn't you say, like, with this app, it kind of made the difference between a fun trip and one that could have been hellish? Absolutely. Everybody talks about Disneyland as being this, like, hellish experience where the kids are crying and the and everyone's fighting, and we had such hours a smooth of lines, trip. Like, yeah, hours of lines. So that's the best part, is you get something called Max Pass. You have to pay an extra $15 per person, which is expensive, but Disneyland's expensive. Uh, and what it does is it lets you... Say it lets you schedule rides so you don't have to wait in line. That's awesome. And it's like most of the most popular rides you can do this on, like Space Mountain and the new Star Wars rides. And you just like schedule the ride and you show up. It gives you like an hour gap period to show up. So you just show up and you just like the lines for the like scheduled word, like you just basically just walked right in and you didn't have to wait in line, which is amazing. That's, you know, I've always thought if there is a hell, it basically consists of standing in line forever. That's how much I hate standing in line. (laughs) Really in like huge crowds in intense heat. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I've always been like, I will never ever go to Disneyland or Disney World. Well, now maybe you can. Yeah. It also. Rethink my stance on that. (laughs) It also lets you order food. So Mm. like you, you get to like you order the food and you just show up and they just hand you the food and you don't have to wait in line for food and the other thing it did that was cool was it uh as part of the max pass that you had to pay extra for was you could take photos like there's photographers all over disneyland and they try to like upsell you all these photos but if you have this it'll automatically load them into the app for you for oh that's free. cool oh and nice so we took photos with mickey and we had photos on space mountain and they'd all just loaded in right here nice. and you could did you have to pay for that no oh. i mean you had to pay extra for the max pass but you could oh yeah so it was really cool and the map i mean this is an obvious feature but like the map worked well i feel like sometimes it'll show you a map but it won't show you where you are relative to like, it and how to get to it yes exactly and so that worked well. I could always navigate around Disneyland. And so we, like, didn't get lost. And we didn't have to wait in lines. And we ordered our food. It was pretty awesome. Awesome. That's really awesome. So for my uh, app this week, I wanted to return to one I brought up uh, a few episodes ago called Luminary. It's the new podcast oh, app. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because I've been using it. And I said that I would share my experiences with it. Um, so basically... I, it sucks. Oh, no. I mean, I really like I I purposely got it and subscribed to the premium thing for the purpose of listening to one single podcast. Mm-hmm. And I really like that podcast. But that has nothing to do with the app. The yeah. app itself, it doesn't have, like, all of the other podcasts that I listen to. Um, it's just everything is really slow. The UI is just I have to, like, tap so many buttons to get to, you know, my show. Mm-hmm. Which And it's just, yeah, it's just. There's so many better podcast apps. I don't know why you would use this one unless you just were desperate to listen to an exclusive podcast. And I'm really not interested in the other ones. And I'm starting to wonder, even though I love this podcast, is it really worth even dealing with this app just to listen to this one podcast? And you have to pay for it, right? You know, it averages out to $2 an episode, which I certainly pay more for coffee like multiple times a week. And if it's great podcast. And yeah. and I feel like people should get paid for their work. And it's, you know, not a small amount of work to make a podcast. So mm. I'm okay with that part. Um, if I liked a lot of the other exclusive content podcasts, I think it would be a great deal. But 
it still is just really an annoying app to use. So what's this? It's nine ninety nine a month. Seven ninety nine. Seven ninety nine a month. I have to say, not only I mean I'm disappointed to hear that the app isn't good. Yeah. I'm kind of disappointed <laughs> in the direction that podcasts are going with Spotify buying Gimlet Media. I think we talked about this before, right? Mm-hmm. Gimlet makes Reply All. They a lot have, of good ones. They have really great podcasts. Um, Spotify bought it, and I think we're moving in the direction of similar to like. Netflix and other services like that of kind of exclusive content for different podcast providers and you're going to end up having to just like we have to subscribe to like Netflix and Amazon Prime and HBO Go like subscribe to different services to hear the podcasts you want and we're kind of in the golden age now where you can like any podcast is available for free in the Apple podcast app and I'm sad that those days might be ending. Yeah I mean I'm fine with you know maybe subscribing to a service to listen to podcasts but not this one. <laughs> well, no, but also I don't want to listen have to subscribe to multiple ones. One, because, you know, like there's just a limit to how many subscriptions I want. But mm. also because I listen to podcasts in the car or when I'm out for a walk and other times when switching between apps is yeah. really not great. And like in the Apple podcast app, I have like a driving station set up with like apps that I've selected to be in that station. And they're, you know, like in set to like the five most recent ones, delete them after they've played, play them in this order, you know, mm-hmm. and and having to do that with a whole bunch and switch back and forth between apps would be really annoying. Yeah, I think those days are coming. <sighs> yeah, I know it's going to be like dealing with the TV subscriptions. Yeah. Like we have but Netflix least, and Hulu yeah. and, you know, but I Luminary seems like right now not that appealing just because it doesn't sound like it has that many shows. But if it had a bunch that you loved and they're all behind a paywall and – other options also are behind a paywall. Like I think eventually they could get people to start paying. And if the right app now it's kind of a tough proposition. Just mm-hmm. as an app itself, it's just not like that user friendly. So yeah. I do agree with you that I fundamentally am okay with paying for content that I like, including yeah. podcasts. It's just the fragmentation that is scaring me. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So that's my take on the Luminary app. <laughs> Okay, so just as a reminder, our question of the week is, do you use Bitmoji? And if so, can you send us your Bitmojis? Uh, Send us a picture of your Bitmoji and a picture of you if you feel like it too so we can see who has the best one and rate it on the next uh, episode. So you can send that to podcasts at iphonelife.com. And let us know if it's okay for us to share those. Also, go to podcasts at iphonelife.com. We will share ours. Yeah, I mean iphonelife.com slash podcast. Yeah, Yeah. don't go to podcasts. I don't even know. Yeah iphonelife.com slash podcast is where we have the blog post for each episode and so we'll post our bitmojis there for you to see um so all right we'll see you next uh in a couple of weeks thanks everyone Thanks. thanks everyone